Welcome back, my little baby bitches. Hey, yo. It's Adventures hey. in Remating. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Keith Batista. It's a podcast where we're a couple of friends. friends. For not much longer. <laughs> I mean, you never know, girl, with the way the world's going. Every day it seems more and more uh, enticing to just stay and cuddle this pup in the sunlight, <laughs> girl. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's something, I don't know, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it before, in the last episode we hinted at it, but I think I'm moving this year, I think we may have spoken on it, but I keep saying I think now, because now I'm like, do I want to leave? But no, Um, (laughs) I think my brother is getting married in the summer. Um, You're going there. Don't know what weddings are going to look like at that point. I feel like I probably should be there in some capacity, even if it's from five, six, eight. 18 feet away uh, with a mask. Five, six, 18 <laughs> feet. Um, We've got your new little masks. I did. I got some little like nose guard, mouth guard, clear situations that I saw some hairstylists using. And I was like, I don't know that these are at all effective, but you know, I'm down to try. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I think I might go back to Michigan for a few months, save some money and, uh, and then look for an apartment. In Chicago. Just a few months, girl, I would... Chicago. Oh, yeah, girl. The I rest would take of the a free year. place for, yeah, like about a year, year. Just save for the year and then... Yeah, I mean, that could also happen. It just, it sort of depends for, for, on... For as long as you can, at How least. chill it is for me to stay there. Right, yeah. Which I think, I, I, I get the vibe that if I just wanted to stay there forever, I could. But, um, yeah. So we'll see, again, I haven't been back around my family in the same state in a, in a long time. And uh, I do quite enjoy this distance, but... I miss Pop Ellie's and Mitt Lakes, and um, I want to look into a goddamn metropolis for my fucking balcony, you know? Like, just for a year. <laughs> Even if it's just for a year. If after a year it didn't work out, and I'm like, Keith still got the apartment, and you're looking for a roommate, <laughs> I have to come back out, girl. Maybe I should just put all my stuff in a, a unit here, <laughs> just in case it doesn't work <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, I think that... I've been, you know, listen, this year has been what it is, and uh, I think it's going to continue to definitely affect things for a while, Um, but I'm used to, like, traveling and going and doing things and sort of, I'm just feeling that call for, like, a big change, you know, like a big shift, Um, which is Is also I'm very anxious about and I'm a little little scared of uh, because I also realize that I've never... Really, I've never lived on my own. <clears throat> I've I've moved out, um, but I always had a roommate. I always had like a friend that I that mm-hmm. we were like, you know, even coming here, Pennsylvania when I was living in Detroit. Like I always um, had someone to go through that process with me, so I was never entirely alone. So I haven't had that full exp- as independent as I've been. I still haven't had that experience of like, oh, I'm setting up. First of all, we all know I won't have the fucking internet because me trying to set up the internet by myself is gonna be. Disaster, um, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by by that experience. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to look like. It's also going to be very different because I won't have Margot. So because you're getting a dog real quick. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I need a little friend. I'm, I'm, I don't even want to leave this little baby. She's become my little friend. This little baby. She's such a little lover. She's. <clears throat> She was real cuddly last night in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try to keep warm. Yeah. I love that. I love when she just like noses her way under my blankets and like curls up right next to me. 
She's so sweet. Right up on me. Um, well, listen, if you live in Chicago and um, you want to be friends, let's be friends. <laughs> I guess. Well, or I if you know like a really good like place where I could foster and adopt dogs um, in Chicago, let me know. I was going to say that Chicago is also a good spot because if you do travel, it's so central. It is. I feel like your flights would be cheaper. Not and, yeah, cheaper and, and, and shorter. And shorter, just generally. Yeah. Which way you go? Yeah, that's. I mean that that was definitely a part of when I was looking at it too. Yeah, I don't even know how. Uh, I'll share the short the story very quickly. I was sort of sitting here again, like eight months in the pandemic. And I'm like, I don't know. Again, for years, I've thought I like Los Angeles and I've been and and I like my friends here a lot. And there's a lot there's a lot of good to it. I do love these warm winters, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. it's I've been spoiled. Right. Like I'm (laughs) just flip flops and shorts, like living my life, imagining there's no winter. Um, But I started asking myself the question, like if. If our lease ended tomorrow, what would I do? Where would I go? And I wasn't like super excited about the idea of getting my own apartment in Los Angeles. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It just didn't. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It, it didn't feel like the next move. Um, and so I started thinking like, well, what what is a city you would want to live in? And pretty quickly, Chicago popped up in my head, even though I've barely been to Chicago. I've been there on tour. I met Ava in Chicago. We mm-hmm. stayed there overnight. Mm-hmm. the first time I met Ava um, on our drive out here. And I remember being, like, very nice. Uh, but, again, not really thinking about it. I went once as a kid. I remember, you know, I know it's not called the Windy City because of this, but it was windy as fuck. Um, so I was, like, running between buildings to, like, not be freezing. Anyway, I started looking up videos and TikToks and, like, the river walk and um, just like how close the lakes are, like these shots of like where you can like right up on Lake View, you could be on the lake and you can be looking out down towards the city. And it's just, it was just like such a weird combination of things. I was like, I'd never even thought about a city with like this lake running through it and yeah. pop bellies are just like popping up on fucking Yelp everywhere. Like, you know, so it just, it just seemed like a just <laughs> Mecca. Yeah. Um, and I started looking at prices and again, living with a roommate has been very helpful because mm-hmm. Even in the in the Midwest, in a big city, uh, it's still twice what I'm paying on my own here with a roommate. So it would be a huge jump, which is why, again, i got to save money. But I was looking at some of these, like, photos of comparatively, like, here, what a one-bedroom would be. Yeah. Which here, it's like, <clears throat> I don't even know. I feel like it's almost like 2000 Like, I, I mean, I know someone that was living in a studio downtown for almost 2000 So, you know, it depends. You have to, like, find a good deal. Yeah, we found a great somewhere. deal here. Thank God. <clears throat> Yeah, but I was looking at these shots and it was like, it's a beautiful, like looking out into the city and the lights and a balcony and oh, first of all, washer, dryer and unit. And I just had this like vision of like, you know, me writing music late at night with the hue lights on, looking out over the metropolis and like friends coming to visit and just having that look. There's like a little Christmas village they have. I was like, Nikki's going to fucking love it. Um, And so, yeah, I just started getting excited about the idea of having this new place to sort of explore maybe in ways that I didn't even do with Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still envisioned it with my friends coming to visit me and me coming back to visit. And I don't think I'll ever not be in Los Angeles just as long as I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll be back here frequently. Yeah. yeah. That couch is, is comfortable for me. Thank God. So yeah. that'll yeah. be, that'll be my, my bed. Bonnie, you can come hang out in the morning. So, oh God, she's going to like fucking jump into me. Isn't she? 
She's oh, going to yeah. race out and parkour off my fucking pop you in the fupa. chest. Yeah. Jumpstart your heart. <laughs> oh, oh, she knows. Shit. Yeah, she said, yeah, don't, don't fucking... Hey, it's okay. People are just getting their mail or something, girl. Goddamn. Sometimes she barks and there's no one here, girl. And I'm, I swear to God, she sees ghosts. She sees something. It's like a bird. Did I show you the video the other day of her on my bed when you weren't here? I don't think so. Oh, my God, girl. Let me show you. Um, yeah, so anyway, if anyone lives... In, I haven't even talked about this on the internet yet, so this you're the first one who's really hearing it. But if anyone wants to give me any pointers, I don't know, do you... In Chicago, do you work for a management company and you have great apartments? Like, help me. <laughs> I'm not... Well, I'm not looking forward to... First of all, with, you know, no one's going to look like they made much money last year because no one made much money last year. So that's like, you know, that on top of like doing what I do, I just feel like it was it was already annoying when I found this apartment trying to like prove to people, hey, I have a job. It is like a thing. I do make some money. I can cover the rent um, without a cosigner or anything like that. And it's just I don't want to go through that again. Mm -hmm. Okay, look at this girl. She's looking at the door. She's Barking. huffing. Oh, she growled at you. I don't know if she's growling at me, girl. I think she's growling at the demons. Someone's here. I think maybe it's I'm I'm choosing to I believe think it's she baby Marco. when I'm in the shower. Oh, maybe. But you weren't here though. You were gone. Oh, okay, okay. You left. It was. Uh, I don't remember I what you were doing. She barked yesterday. at the bathroom door one day when I was in it, and I was like, "Oh, she did. It's me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet. She her memory isn't. <clears throat> you know, she's a little neurotic. Yeah, she's just she's checking the perimeter. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's my sort of news, not news, but that'll probably be happening during the summer. Probably gonna do that like epic drive right. back. Fill my car with stuff. That I can fit in there, do that epic drive back, cry to like playlist and process my life in Los Angeles and like as you let it go. Let it go. And let uh, it go. Let it go. And then I'll get back and I'll um yeah, just be around a bunch of people in my family. I gotta emotionally I mean, I gotta emotionally closer. prepare. I gotta emotionally prepare. You won't be living with them. Uh I mean where I would be staying is connected to my aunt's house. So oh, I see by what a you're door. Saying. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, so it'll be good to have some social. Yeah, it'll be a little. It'll be, I just can't. I won't be able to like disappear inside of myself in the same way that I can. I here. mean, you're you're 35 <laughs> years old. You can do whatever you want. You think that, but uh, it's, for some reason, I go home and I feel like I'm 16 years old, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this play. I just yeah, I just remember being a teenager and watching everything happening around me and being like, if I say something smartass, I'm gonna get in trouble. So I probably should just stay quiet so I can leave this room and go to my car. And you can not <laughs> say something smart as. I don't know how to speak in that language. <laughs> Have you met me? <sighs> but no, I think it'll be, it'll, it'll be interesting because I'm just like emotionally preparing myself almost like to go on tour, you know, like yeah. understanding you're going to be living out of a few bags and... You're not going to have all your things in, in the way that you have them set up and accessible. So you really need to like figure out what you could live with for six months or whatever it is or four months and make those decisions and then be prepared to be with yourself. Really, you know, like it's yeah. not as many comforts or distractions in certain ways. Um, oh, yeah, you'll be getting a dog. 
<laughs> I'm sure my mom's gonna like pawn Gizmo off. I was gonna me. say your mom's gonna shove off one of the dogs. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, might as well. Um, Who's the dumb one? <laughs> Gizzy. Gizzy. Yeah. He's just. He's the one that barks for no reason. He is the one that barks for no reason. Which yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't get again. Not gonna take, again you're not no, gonna take I might. I would take him. I might take him temporarily. You know, be yeah, like, I need yeah. a dog for a month while I'm there, just so I can like not feel so. Is alone. he cuddly? Does he like to cuddle? He did. He would get on the bed and like lay with me at night and stuff. But he was just a little too wanted. He's just a little too hyperactive. A little too. He just like barks at my mom and, and you know my mom is just like I try to figure out what he's saying and like bringing him every possible thing she can to like soothe him. And uh, he's just bossing her around. He just That's kept doing, doing that when I was there, and my aunt was like, "It's gonna, it's your Tonjus." And I was like, "Well, she didn't say Tonjus. She said another name that is connected to my mom." But anyway, uh, and so he's like, "She's like, he thinks that you're like your mom." And he's just barking, and I just remember looking at him and being like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, barking at you? Yeah, yeah. He would just. I'll I'll look for a video as I'm talking about it, but um. He was a lot. And when I first met him as a puppy, again, he was like a puppy. My mom, you know, listen, internet, don't come at a guy from a pet store in Florida. And I don't know, I don't quite know why she did it because we did have one dog that was from a pet store before when I was younger. And that dog was out of his fucking mind, you know, like just a little too tightly strung Bailey. And, um... Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, so I remember when I met him, he was, like, eating dirt and rocks every time we would go outside. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be a good... So, you know... This might not be a good... Well, you know, you could always get your own... <laughs> your own little pup. That is true. Oh, my God, speaking of my own little pup. Oh, is that baby? <laughs> That's baby Margo. baby Margo. Where is that? It's in Michigan. It's my brother's backyard. Oh... Because that's what happens when you live in the mes- in Midwest and you, and you work in the medical field. You can afford a fucking house. Yeah. Listen, we're riding this musician shit to the rails. And then I expect my brother to take care of me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to add. I'm still looking for a video of this little motherfucker. But <clears throat> when was I there? March? Oh, Jesus. Girl, how has it been like a year? I don't even understand it. I have so many Margo videos. This is Margo shaking because I'm in the pool and she doesn't like me being in the pool because she feels like she can't protect me. It's not loading because iCloud is hateful. Keep filling the air, girl. Oh, here we go. Oh, she's shaking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who was filming? Uh, I think Dan was filming. Oh. But, yeah, she, Marco had a little, a little emotional attachment. Oh, my baby, my child. Yeah. It's like she's fading, girl. Yeah? Yeah. It's like I would have to, I think I have to, like, watch videos to be like, oh, I remember sort of what it feels like to have, oh, my yeah, girl, she's a sweet little baby. She was a tiny little thing. She was so little. But she looked bigger because her fur was poofy. She did. She was just so little. Bonnie's bigger than her. Yeah, sure. and I love Bonnie. I love Bonnie. But yeah, Margot was definitely my my little one. Um, so good luck to any I dog. Think Bonnie's that... similar to to Margot in in terms of 
Well, you, I would even agree. Oh my god, she looks, she looks so young there. Right. Uh, it's twenty nineteen. Bonnie might be even more affectionate than. Margo. Oh no, she is. Bonnie gives way more kisses than Margot did. I mean, Margot gave me lots Margo of kisses. Margot liked to kiss you. Yeah, that's right. She'd give me kisses, but that would stop. She but she, you should sauce your leg up. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, she likes to give it. She she would sauce every once in a while. But Bonnie is like an endless. Just it doesn't matter. We'll give you kisses. And she loves like being on you, Bonnie. Yeah. Or like touching you in some yeah, way. Yeah, she's right here right now, getting her little. Where I feel like. Margo, you you would pull Margo to you, and she would stay. But then at some point, she would yeah, she would wander off. She'd wander off maybe a foot away. You know? She needs to be in her own corner, in her own space, but close. You know, she needs to be in her own corner. Okay, wait. Oh, here's Gizzy. Bonnie just this, wants to play a lot, little... but I have to take her to the park. I gotta get off my ass next week. Come on, get up. <laughs> it doesn't even sound real. Look at that tail, this whooshing. It's okay, Bonnie. It's not for you. Hi, baby. <laughs> She's upset. Hi. She's like, someone's trying to fight you? Hi, 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 But then he would be, he would She's sit up like this, like a person. Right oh. He's cute. Oh, <laughs> but not that, you know. I'm yeah, I can't, no. I can't do that shit for no reason. He's so cute looking, but that's got to go. So I feel like he's going to get his little ass locked. Oh, this is Rip the door. That's the door out. that It'll goes into my aunt's house. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, he was nice. Right. It was nice to, to have a little... Oh, and then this big boy. Oh, my God. Look at him. It's Oliver. Is that a pit bull? That's uh, an American bulldog. I oh. Think. So it's like the two of them. So Gizzy, yeah. the little one, who, like, runs the show. Then Oliver, who's a big, sweet monster. Yeah. And they just fuck with each other. And there was just like... There was it's just like an a, odd couple. There was just a night where it's like, you know when you walk into a situation, you're like, I have no idea about any of the rules in this house necessarily. I don't know what the, you know, the structure is here. And I remember my aunt saying something about, you know, because it had been raining. She's like, don't let them out. And I didn't let them out, but someone else let them out. And so she went out and she came back in. She's holding Gizzy and he's just covered in dirt, just wet. And like Oliver is like covered in dirt, so they both had to like immediately go into the bath. And it was like it was clear that the the two of them, like Gizzy, is clearly the uh, enabling little sort of, you know, he's like running the show and the chaos and whatever. And so he's yeah, I just he's a lot. Yeah. Um, God it's bless like a him. Pinky in the brain situation. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't. I don't think I would even want to take him from that. I think they're like best friends, those dogs. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. And now I'm looking at Chihuahuas, you know, and just, God, there's so many. I follow so many rescues in California. <laughs> Look at that pretty face. And there have been a lot of Chihuahuas and, uh, and Terriers coming in, and they got that similar little Bonnie look, and I love them. So I thought it was going to be Shih Tzus for life, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I'm saying a Shih Tzu Chihuahua, girl. Get the best shih of both. Shih, shih, shih Chihuahua. <laughs> a Chihuahua. A Shih Tzu. I love it. She's so pretty. And and because I love Monty now, she looks even more, even prettier to me, you know? It's like she was cute when we first saw her. Yeah, I remember those, the big ears is what drew me to her. That's what I first saw. And I was like, oh, Keith will love this. But this sweet little kissy. Just constant kisses. These pretty little eyes she's got. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so fucking cute. 
kissing her, girl. She's my little baby girl. Yeah, keep kissing. Mm, she's my baby. Okay. Oh, oh, too much, mama. Too much. Okay. Pull All it right. back, mama. Pull All it back. Right, Pull it back, right. mama. <laughs> yeah. It. Oh, just kissing. Oh. Look at my little fluff ball. Oh. She, she sheds. She That's does new. Shed. I got a, a robot vacuum. <laughs> Sucking up all that and them hairs real good. <laughs> Look at her girl. Just I don't know. Girl, she looks weirdly elegant there. Like She's beautiful, Grand Girl. Look, this is what I've been looking at the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my hair. That little arm out. Oh, I love her so fucking much. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, girl. It hurts because I'm gonna have to we're gonna have like our last night together and then I'm gonna have to yeah, drive girl. away. Maybe y'all can have your, your night together tonight, girl. Maybe. I would love that. Little, but uh, a little cuddle session. I do it's love her. It's going to be a cool night again. And then, and then uh, I'll have to come back and visit that baby. And you. Anyway, do you, do you <laughs> and wanna, I guess you. And I guess you. You want to go into some questions? questions? Sure. Let's do some questions. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, this is a BBQ <laughs> I feel like you almost want to put her on the table like Marco. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to answer some questions here and there. Roommatepod at gmail.com. Roommatepod at gmail.com. You can also go to adventuresinroommating.com and use the online form there. Mm-hmm. It allows you to remain anonymous that way. And that's about it. Let's just jump right in. Uh, this is an update from a 2015 question. Oh, God. Question. I don't even know who I was in 2015. A so. five-year-old question. Yeah. All right. I think I just started working... It was the year I start working for Discovery mm-hmm. Digital mm-hmm. Networks mm-hmm. under Philip DeFranco. I, uh, I think I just had a dream about. I think I might have been working on Sexish, or I might have been sure. traveling to do some. St- I was blonde. Well, I, was That's still, all I, know. I was still at Apple at this point, but I think by June hmm. or May, I I end up getting the job. Interesting. Okay. Hello. Hi. My name is Rebecca, and I actually had my question answered on the show over five years ago, episode 74, quote, you have one and a half jobs, end quote. (laughs) I wanted to update you and thank you for your advice because it genuinely changed my life. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I don't know what you said. Oh, God. Sometimes I look at, like, the things I write fucking last month, let alone a year ago, and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Literally. (laughs) I le- legitimately like like old That's why Facebook. I don't write blog posts. Yeah, too old afraid. Facebooks will pop up and old like tweets and stuff, and I'm like, it's not even it's not anything bad. It's just like the way that I'm interpreting something and then like sharing it. You start to see who you were. Yeah, I'm like, you're being a little whiny bitch right now. <laughs> a little little tension seeking. <laughs> early early Facebook, just angsty, um, or like passive, like sort of passive aggressive, like saying something. You know, it's just, again, you have to go through it and be reflected to to know it. But um, okay, so quick recap of the question because I'm sure you don't remember. Mm-hmm. Correct. See, this is this is like the first Love time it. I feel like we've gotten a follow up. Thank God. That has done what we asked. Yes. Good job. A plus. Uh, good job, person. Um, Rebecca. At the time I was 12, I lied about my age in the oh. email and said I was 13. Not sure why. I thought that would make it seem more legitimate. <laughs> I mean, there are some laws, I guess. Well, there's, I promise a you teenager. There's, there's no difference I see between 12 and 13. Uh, emailing about my then 19-year-old brother who was harassing me about my weight. Oh, thank God you didn't say boyfriend because I was like, okay, boyfriend that was harassing you about your weight. Uh, 
a 19-year-old brother who was yeah. harassing. Uh, my parents worked a lot and didn't have a handle on him, so I emailed you to ask for help. <laughs> what I didn't put in the email was that he had got also gotten progressively more violent and manipulative. Jesus. I'd been keeping a knife in my room since I was 10 years old. Oh, my God. And we'd had the police call on him once before. Okay. Even without his in, this information, you were both supportive and immediately denounced his behavior and recommended therapy, if not for him, at least for me, and said unequivocally that his behavior was outside the realm of normal sibling antics. Mm. This is starting to sound familiar now. Uh, you were the first adults that had ever told me that my experiences weren't normal. Aww. My parents and even the police that had shown up to our home after he had broken a window and kicked me in the stomach had basically suggested that that's just how teenage boys are. That is not how teenage boys are. (laughs) And didn't intervene further. Jesus. I cried listening to the podcast, and I still have it on my phone. I'm 18 now. Jesus. I moved away to college. I was able to get housing despite online learning by applying for extenuating circumstances. Okay. And I didn't end up in therapy. I'm still coping with the body image issues that came from his incessant attacks on my weight. Mm -hmm. And I'll likely be on medication for CPTSD Mm. for the rest of my life. Uh, But I am am so much happier. I'm studying to become a nuclear physicist. Oh, shit. And I've made friends at college that support me and legitimize my experiences. I confess I haven't kept up with you as much as I perhaps should have given your impact on me. Oh, don't worry about it, That's okay. Uh, but I wish uh, the best for both of you always. You helped me so much, and I hope you both, uh, you're both as well as you can be given the current dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Thank you again, Rebecca. Oh, my God, girl. Wow. I'm raising children on this podcast. Well, I guess it's not much. Yeah, what a what a nice way to end. So this is our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. I mean, you know, I'm glad that you were able to hear someone outside of your situation say, hey, that's not, what's happening doesn't really fall under like, oh, your your brother is teasing you. It sounds like there's something else pretty major going on. And I, again, I don't know what necessarily was going on with him, if there's some kind of personality disorder, if um, whatever is happening. Um, but all you can really control is you. And it sounds like you've done a pretty good job at like getting out and really getting the things started that you need to for your own growth and and following it only goes up from here so you know continuing to follow a life that um is about healing yourself uh and doing things uh that you want to do yeah but yeah i mean listen the body image stuff it's it can be a lifelong process um something i still things that happen to you as a kid definitely still affect you as you get older and and um it's the sort of the courage to face them and and to let go what you need to let go but to also at least just understand what you need to understand so you can move on yeah so yeah uh thank you for writing us that email and i'm I'm glad that we could help even though we didn't know all this the all the details and um you should feel empowered to be in situations where you're safe and um, being taken care of and loved. Yeah. So this is the I feel like the episode of of follow ups because our next one, okay, uh, is also an update. All right. Uh, this one is update cross country move. Okay. Uh, it says 
Hi, Mom and Tom, just Daddy Keith and Baby Bonnie. Oh, Baby Bonnie. Baby Bonnie. <laughs> I think that's like the first email we've gotten about oh, Baby Bonnie. It used to be Baby Margot, but it now it's to. Baby Bonnie. Queen Baby Margot, don't forget. Queen Baby Margot, <laughs> the third bitch. of her name. Yeah, this bitch hasn't quite... Duchess of York, yeah. whatever <laughs> God, bullshit. Margot had a lot of titles. It's the goddess of the sun. <laughs> Breaker of chains. She is a breaker of chains. Uh, below, I have copied my original email for reference. So I'm going to okay. read that first so okay. we can get caught up on this. Thank you, Steeds. Um, hello, Mother Tanja's Daddy Keith and the highest exalted baby Margot. <laughs> uh, proving my point <laughs> perfectly. Hi, baby. Uh, seeing as the two of you each have moved across the country, I hope that you'll be able to offer me some advice. Oh, my God. Uh, you can say my name. It's Devin. I'm a 26-year-old living in Indiana. As early as I can remember, I've always wanted to move out of the Midwest toward, and towards a coast. <laughs> as I'm moving back to the Midwest. As, as Megan flees the coast. <laughs> the coasts that are on fire yeah, and drowning. Yeah. It smells like winter outside, but then you realize they're burning a bunch of bodies <laughs> um, and lowering Christ. the air quality control so they can do it. Um, you know? Welcome. Well, thankfully, it's been raining, so our air quality has been yeah. pretty good this past week. <laughs> Uh, I have been fallen in love with San Francisco and I have been out there four times. I would love to live out there, but I'm terrified about the idea of moving 2,000 miles away and the coast, the cost of living out there. Yeah, it's an expensive place. Uh, it's arguably it's one of the expensive most expensive places. <laughs> yes, <that's... laughs> but honestly, dude, I see myself going to San Francisco. I like San Francisco. I think uh, it's either going to be San Diego or San Francisco. I like San Diego too. I think with global warming, San Francisco is probably the better, mm. smarter option. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently at a, this is still the last email, by the way. I'm currently at a job and I have been with 2.5 years. Once I hit three years, I'll be fully vested and will receive a match on everything I put into my retirement fund. Mm-hmm. Right at this time in the lease. Okay, so this person's talking about blah, blah, blah. Okay, do you guys have any advice or thoughts on where to begin moving, begin with the moving process or how to make this decision? Mm. And fascinating, girl, because, yeah, this is the stuff I'm thinking about now, looking back at how we did this the first time. They were afraid of letting the fear keep them from... Doing this and regretting it and yeah. what life could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of job opportunities in social work, mm-hmm. but the pay doesn't pay all that well. well yeah. But you'll be making relatively more in San Francisco. All right. So now the actual follow-up email. Mm-hmm. I emailed about a year ago <laughs> asking for advice about moving to Indiana from San Francisco. First of all, y'all were right. I don't even know what we said. I was yeah. answering... I was answering my question as I wrote it and knew I needed to make the move. I think the question was just, should he make the move? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So at the end of June this year, I sold most of what I owned, packed my car to the brim, and hit the road. Not even a global pandemic could stop me. (laughs) My connections really came through. One person referred me to a friend of theirs who had a position open at their workplace. Mm -hmm. The interviewing process was put on pause in March due to shelter in place, but we were able to resume it once they were able to return to work, and I got the job. Oh, wow. Another friend's roommate decided to sublease for a year and move home, so I was able to take over their room. There you go. Nice. Uh, While I never could have imagined what moving in 2020 was going to be like, and while it has uh, been hard at times, I'm so glad that I followed through. Thank you for your advice and kind words, Devin. Mm -hmm. I love that. I actually don't know if Devin is... Hell yeah, Devin. Guy or girl. But um, yeah, that's awesome. Or none of it. Um, um, I That's awesome. I, you know, listen, it sounds like we could see in your email what you wanted to do. You were sort of just asking permission to do it. And so needed to be reminded that you don't need to ask us for permission because clearly this is something that 
is being is pulling you for a reason. And this is the time. And this is definitely the time. Yeah. Um, I hope that you're loving San Francisco, and it sounds like everything's sort of I lined think up. It also goes to show too, and I'm. <laughs> I should listen to the advice I'm about to give myself, but you know, uh, our fears are largely unfounded. Mm-hmm. Um, like what ifs, things don't go our way. It's ID. I, I, I idealize a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I start making like backup plans for backup plans of things that might go wrong. But it, like you know, this person took a chance and it was great. And now it could have turned awful. <laughs> it could have not worked out, yeah. or it couldn't have been as. Fortuitous. Uh, smooth yeah, as it transition. was. It could have been a little more rough, but, you know. It sounds like the right time. You saved it up. You planned it. You went for it. You had the connections. You know, this wasn't like you just winged it. Mm-hmm. You know, you had it all lined up. So that's that's the way to, to really go about it. Yeah. I mean, all you can really... Set up for success. The, the thing that uh, I think we forget is it's not necessarily about the conditions of something happening in the right way. It's who we are when we show up to those conditions and deal with them. So again, yeah, advice that I need to take for myself as well. But, um, I, I, under, I definitely yeah, understand still, I still that. I like, can't write my essay. So clearly yeah. I'm too. I definitely understand that like holding back on something cause you're like right on the edge of it of like, do I do it? Do I not do it? What's it going to mean? What's this next chapter going to be? And, and it's hard to be present in something when you're in either the past or the, uh, the future, you know, worrying about things or mulling over things. And, um, it's, uh, you know, it's one of the, the great things of life that, and also the scariest things of life is sometimes you just have to jump, you know, sometimes you just have to say, there's not going to be a perfect time. So I'm going to, I'm going to make this the moment and make the decision and, and know that if it doesn't work out, there's a chance I could, you know, I could, I'll figure out how to come back or I'll figure out how to pivot or, Whatever that is. Um, but yeah. it is, yeah, it can feel like a bit like a gamble, but it's a gamble on yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Do we got any other um, questions you want to do? I can't really find any. Oh, shit. We answered all of these? Uh, are they just ones that got read and didn't get Oh, wait, read? here we go. I'm not sure if we answered this one. Uh this one is titled, 2020 Can Eat Dicks. <laughs> I don't know if we've read this one, but it was unread. No, they're, they're, if it's unread and we haven't like moved it, we might not have read it because sometimes okay. I don't know. It's our email. It'll pop up and I click into it. Okay, okay. So this one reads. All right. This is a beautiful one. I, 29 female, Scorpio sun, Capricorn moon, Ooh. Aquarius rising. Oh, my God. All right. I am in need of some advice. Wow. Just uh, if don't tell me what the fuck to do as a person. (laughs) Background. Over the summer, the long term relationship I was in abruptly ended. The details aren't important, but it completely blindsided me and was very much a what the fuck just happened moment. Compounded by the clusterfuck of the year we've been in. Mm -hmm. It was super rough for the first month post breakup. And I'm still definitely in the healing phase. Fast forward to now. It's been a little over four months, uh, months, and I just got word from a mutual friend that my now ex not only got engaged during this period. Oh, my God. He eloped. Oh, my God. Before I even read any further, thank goodness that relationship ended. <laughs> yes. 
Because that is who you were fucking dating. Listen, I mean, sometimes you got to move out of the way so someone can live the rest of their life. And Oh, God, it gets worse. I bet. But, oh, no, that's she not pregnant. enough. She's pregnant. He eloped on the trip we had been <gasps> planning together for my <gasps> birthday. Oh, wait, he was, oh, you know, he was like, we already put the deposit down. How can I roll this into <laughs> something? Oh, wow. Okay. And mm. to top it all off, he got married on my fucking birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you do this to someone with three of the signs that find it the hardest to fucking let go of a grudge? <laughs> like, just between Aquarius Ooh. and Scorpio will hate you forever. And Capricorn, <laughs> I mean, just the exfoliation that must be happening... I can tell this person has a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. I do not even know how to describe the combinations of feelings I'm feeling right now. Well, first of all, you got to start a a stand-up comedy career because I think this is actually the genesis story for becoming a comedian. But above all else, I can feel my pure Scorpio rage (laughs) that I'm usually really good at keeping at bay, bubbling to the surface. Yeah, well, that's an Aquarius rising, trying to make it seem like you don't give a fuck what you do. I would love nothing more than to go uh, full-on scorched-earth Khaleesi uh, mode right oh now. Oh, yeah. This, this, this bench wants to send Facebook messages to this girl he's with. This, you want to start bringing out oh pictures and receipts. and Yeah, oh, yeah, my, I see it. I can't. I shouldn't talk create about that. catfishing, creating fake account. I already see it. I daydream about setting his car on fire <laughs> and destroying his entire life. <laughs> my logical and annoying... Annoyingly responsible side, however, knows that this is probably not the best idea. See, the Capricorn always brings people back down to earth. Yeah, the Capricorn's like, no, just sit it's in like the pain get rid silently. Of all this stuff. <laughs> just get, just come back down. Yeah. And let's burn this motherfucker, but like slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is where you come in, my faithful senpai. Oh, here we go. Can you recommend some good ways to help me stay level-headed, chill out, and not let my petty Scorpio ways take control? 2020 is really testing my mission to become a nicer person. <clears throat> I, may, I might I recommend bullet journaling, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I've learned that I need to develop some healthy ways to get this rage out. Mm. P.S. I'm already in therapy. Thank God. Thank God, because that was going to be the first thing I recommended to you. And that's the end of the fucking message. <laughs> so 2020, reminder of the title of this message was 2020 can eat dicks. dicks. Well, you know what? As a Scorpio son, I think that's what you need to do. I think you need to go find a dick to eat because there are... Oh, oh, um, oh, oh. I thought you were telling him to set his car on fire. No, don't set his car on fire. we are not advocating listen, for violence. No, <laughs> listen, you don't want to be in jail right now with with the way that's anything too, that's yeah. happening. So um, it's not worth it. First of all, you're the first suspect <laughs> who would burn his car, okay? I think you just sent us uh, evidence that they would use in court to, to blame you. I uh, made us uh, accessories to this crime. Um, don't do that. I think there are two things that I would recommend on top of, of therapy. Um, I have found for myself that sometimes that obsessive sort of like I just can't, whatever that is that you're sort of rolling around in, gets eased up a little bit if you, you know, not to say you have to start dating someone else, but like, to feel what you felt with that person with someone else, I think will relieve a little bit of whatever you're holding on to, whatever expectation or any of that. So 
I think there's like a, you need to pull yourself out of yourself a little bit. And that might not be dating. Maybe it's friends, but, and again, we're in a fucking pandemic, but I think you need to find some spaces, whether that's movie nights or that's like socially distanced walks with friends or whatever that is to get this out of your system physically and uh, through talking and community. I would also say that this is how I would think about it. You know, instead of burning his car, envision the burning of his life in the four month long relationship wherein he now eloped. And just think of how that's probably going to go in general. Like, I don't know, you know, imagine, you have to imagine that whatever that is, is a little rushed and, uh, and clearly, and and also clearly there's, well, I mean, that's what I kept saying. I was like, someone pregnant, but like, I don't know that it is coincidence that he got married on your birthday. He used this trip, whatever. Like, so there's, that's not. Guaranteed he doesn't know her birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed you. He was like, oh, that's that's a good date. I don't know that. I don't know. Listen, uh, I need to know his sign too, but, um, I just, it's clear that whoever this person was, was not as concerned or caring about you in this situation. And so ultimately it's like, that's not really a person you want to be with or a person you want to be married to. Someone that moves on that quickly, clearly whatever was going on was not going to work. Um, and I think that a big part of moving on from some of these situations for me has been in once you're, once you're sort of out of it, once you have enough, you need more time. First of all, once you have a little time out of it and you can start seeing all these things that you really were obsessed over. You really thought were so great or you're so sad about losing or so angry about losing or any of that. You start to see them for who they were and who you were too in that relationship. And it loses its shine. Like it loses a little bit of that sparkle or whatever it is that you were holding on to afraid to let go of. So I don't know if any of that made sense, but I think it's interesting that this breakup was sudden yeah. And that he eloped within four months after the breakup. Yeah, I kind of feel like he was so fucking someone else before. I hate to break it to ended. you, but I think he was seeing this person yeah. uh, while he was with you. If not, if not fully physically, at least talking it, to you. Yeah, there was something. Because that's quick. And then for him to get married, I don't even know. Uh, that sounds like either, um, you know, a pregnant, you know, they got pregnant and they're doing what they do, or this boy is just all over the place. Yeah, rushing rushing into into something. I don't know what's going on there. But, uh, well, I guess what I was going to say, bring uh, attention, awareness to, Mm -hmm. is let's say your friend who told you this information about your ex never told you this information because this information about getting the eloped and uh, having the wedding on her birthday was told to her by a friend. Oh, as a friend? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I hear Scorpio, and I assume you found that all on your own, but you don't want to tell us you were creeping, and so you're saying that it's a friend Well, that I mean, this you. is what she's saying, and yeah, I just yeah. got word from a mutual friend that now my ex yeah. not only got engaged, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, if this information never hit your ears, mm. would you be caring about him right now or even thinking about him right now? I mean, it's been four months since the breakup, so possibly... But this definitely adds another layer. Some of this stuff is like, you know, 
most people get to work through it in stages. It's like you break up and then a few years later, maybe you see someone get engaged and you sort of go through it then, but you're far enough past it that you can sort of deal with it a little bit easier. That's but true. She didn't this even is say, pretty quick. I'm still in the healing phase. Yeah, All it's right, hard. So. It's hard. I yeah, mean, that's I've, rough. I have a friend that was fully engaged and uh, had that relationship sort of end very abruptly. And I know, um, I know that was a process because it's like, you know, yeah, friends coming to tell you like, oh, you know, they're dating or they're doing whatever. And so maybe it would be best for you to sort of tell this friend that, you know, I don't really, I don't need any more updates about him. I, even your group of friends, I really don't want to know what's going on with him right now because I'm still in a, <laughs> still trying to heal. And that is really fucking me up. Yeah, like I imagine the fact that... Block him on everything. Block both of them on everything. So you're not even tempted to go look. If you haven't already. I mean, look, clearly you're angry. Yeah, there's a rage. There's literally use the word rage. Scorpio rage. And that's a different level of... And you can think of anger in two different ways. Okay. You can think of anger as like an atomic bomb Mm -hmm. blowing up a city. Mm -hmm. Or... As like a nuclear reactor that powers a city. Okay. Right? You can channel the anger Mm. in a way that's not destructive. Okay. Um, That's always something I found interesting to hear. Yeah. Oh, when I'm angry, letting it out isn't necessarily the healthiest way to Mm. defeat anger. It's sort of about more about letting it go Mm. Um, or channeling it in a more healthy way. Um, So... You know, you're going to be angry. This is normal. Um, you're going to want revenge. It's all normal. All mm-hmm. normal. Um, but listen, you go burn his car, you're just going to become a, another story in their yeah, relationship. that's what I mean by the difference to, between yeah, it's, the nuclear bomb versus the yeah. nuclear reactor, right? Like It's going to be inconvenient, but ultimately it's going to fuck you over more than anything. So don't do anything that destructive in that sense, even though you want to. You Take know. up a boxing class, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to do something like that, actually. It's funny you say that. Yeah. I want to, once, like, places like gyms start opening up and becoming more regular again, I want to, mm. I don't know, do boxing or even, like, a dance class. Yeah, a dance class <laughs> would be fun. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there, there's the obvious sort of physical way you can start dealing with some of the anger and the, and the sadness. Um, and just finding movement with your body in, in, in whatever way. The therapist said the therapist. she angrily makes a chopped salad. There you go. Be careful with chops. the knife. Yeah. yeah you're going to be looking, yeah, you're going to be looking at the knife and be like, well, but I know what else ther- I could chop with my this. My therapist even admitted that she will like once got angry on. and just cut up a nice chopped salad, you know, there you go. and boom, um, then he created something and that's nutritious. Yeah. I think it's just you're just gonna have to be really gentle with yourself, and uh, I mean, fuck this dude. Like, find I don't know if you ways need to hear that, but like, fuck this guy. Like, yeah, listen, you are this... so you clearly are so much better off without this guy. And I know it feels like you've been attacked and you want revenge. Yeah, but like, in the I'm, long, I'm happy you're not with him. In the long run, I think one day you will look back and you will say to yourself, "Thank God I didn't end up married to this person, or I didn't end up staying with this person." Um, and you know, listen, uh, whatever way <laughs> you see their divorce on Facebook, I, I mean, whatever is going <laughs> to fulfill you, I guess. But, um, it's sometimes 
an ending is really abrupt and it's, um, but really beneath it is an opportunity for another chapter to sort of start. And it sounds like this is all this, all this emotion you have, start channeling that into whatever it is that you wanted to do that you didn't do during this relationship, whatever it is that you felt distracted by, or you didn't have time to put into yourself, take all of that and put it back into yourself and your friends and your community and let your heart just sort of rest a little bit because eventually someone will come along and you will be ready for it. Um, or they won't, and you'll still be in a better place than you were in a relationship where, you know, it was going to end that quickly and they were going to move on to someone else. Yeah. But I feel for you because I know that deep fire and, um, yeah, that hurts. And listen, there are people that I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm over it, but then there's another layer I haven't gotten to where I'm like, no, I'm still sad about this. (laughs) I'm still, and sometimes that's where, you know, we think we're feeling anger, but really what we're feeling is despair. Um, well, yeah, anger's a, a secondary emotion, hmm. a top emotion. Yeah. So whatever's underneath the anger, the betrayal, the sadness, the loss, yeah, the I grief. Yeah, betrayed. Um, that's what's really underneath it. But uh, anger feels I also feel like there's a sense of unworthiness because your ex broke up with you, got mm. with someone else, and, and is getting married. Yeah, and then fast-forwarded right to... Like, maybe there's a feeling of, like, was I not... Good enough for yeah. him, maybe. Yeah, why not me? Um, but, I mean, to that I would just say it's not about good enough. It's just clearly you're different people. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you would do the same thing he would have done. Listen. Like, that was kind of weird. Like, there's something. I, I want to know what his story is. I would love to know. Or his side know, of the story. Well, I would love to know. I would love to know his astrological sign because <laughs> something's telling me. Something's telling me. Pisces with an Aries moon. <laughs> is, are those air signs? I'm feeling air signy with no, this. Guy. I was saying water and fire. Oh, I, I mean, air I sign. I don't understand maybe. air signs. I always think of them as aloof. Oh, they are. I mean, maybe it's a Gemini. Geminis yeah, love to like go from random. one project to another. Mm. Um, All right, well, but I'm go, done. but you know, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and one day you'll be able to say that too, re- yeah. reader, caller person um hopefully that helped a little bit but just know that we're thi- we're thinking about you and we both understand what it's like to um be absolutely furious with someone that you used to love i'm still i will admit that you still angry uh, no, as late as november of this past november mm-hmm. um i still had anger towards my ex mm-hmm that I wasn't even conscious of. Mm. I I am so fascinated and upset by the fact that there really is unconscious parts of our minds and that scares the shit out of me because I'm like, what else am I ignoring or what else am I not seeing? Um, But with the rage, yeah, I was still like, I even told my therapist, I was like, I just want her to like, I want her to feel bad about what she did. Mm. I want her to like. I want to get revenge and that remorse on her end. Yeah. And my therapist <clears throat> was like, "Well, that's totally normal." She was like, "The reason we do that is because when other people feel pain, um, it means that they care. Mm. It's a show. Yeah, that you they actually care. loved me. And the fact that my ex broke up with me in such a flippant." 
it what felt like a very like and moved into something else and moved into was already in something and mesh else was moving, already yeah. yeah it was already overlapping with something else uh yeah it's hard yeah um give yourself time you're only four months out because she only the only time i really i don't want to get too into it but i just she just seems so fine with it all and i was like do you not see i'm dying here mm. um and so, yeah, I think I was carrying around that anger for a while, up yeah. until like a few months ago. And I think once we said, uh, we exchanged some things uh, a few months ago. So once that was done, uh, I could really feel myself letting it all go. I'm even having dreams about how I don't even recognize her anymore. Mm. There's a dream I had where she just was <clears throat> acting in such a different way. I remember literally thinking in the dream, I was like, I don't recognize who you are anymore. And I think that was like, I believe my therapist and I were like, oh, that's like a, a step in the right direction. Or like, yeah. my mind's definitely... Your brain's starting to let go. Yeah, it's really letting go of stuff, which yeah. is great. Thank God. <laughs> it takes time, man. It takes time. And yeah. But I had to let go of that like feeling of just wanting... To win and get revenge over what she did to me. Yeah. And that took me two years. Almost two years. Not, mm, Dude, not and then, a year and, and a half, And enough maybe. time goes by enough in growth and in healing that you can actually look back and feel thankful that it ended. Or, it took me a year to accept what happened. Or, um, <laughs> yeah, feel... Which I didn't even know. Feel softer to, towards them, it. even though that decision at the time really was hurtful to you. Um you have to go around full circle and come back, you know, mm-hmm. so you can understand every side of it. But yeah, listen, um, fuck that dude. That's it. That's so weird. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Let's talk him in beeps. Um, listen, we want to tuck you in. Uh, we have Patreon BBs that support this podcast and we super appreciate them. We want to give a shout out to Tessa Violet. Tessa Violet, look up Tessa on Spotify. Wherever you can find your music, wherever you stream your music, wherever you listen to your music, look up. Yeah, a little YouTube video. There's some visuals. Oh, is this the one where she's in the leotard? This sounds like a song that would have been huge in the 90s. Oh, this, listen, this song was in my head for weeks. I could not. It's so catchy. Like both, Tessa's so smart. Both Te- it would be in the 90s, but listen, also in like an Apple commercial. Listen, I went on tour with Tessa back in the day, like beginning days, acoustic guitar Tessa. And I just feel like Tessa really pays attention, like really pays attention to what she loves and enjoys in pop music in general and puts it through her own filter and her own lens and creates this, re- like, yeah, that song, it feels like older, but also like it's I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it works now, but there is a little bit like, it feels like a little 1970s in the music video and just really interesting. Yeah. Listen, I love Tessa. I love Dodie. I love all these like musicians I found through YouTube and friends I found through YouTube. So shout out to Tessa, who's a sponsor of this podcast episode. And uh, I don't know if Tessa would agree with the advice that we gave you, but I know Tessa's got a song to make you cry about it or uh, to... To find a new crush to, you know? I also want to give a shout out to Ricardo, Ricardo, the Truth Barajas, Delia, 
my precious Daisy Baby Adams and Priscilla Queen of the Desert Ramirez. Um, we also have our $10 BBs, <laughs> um, which is perfect for the tuckening. We have Luna Fay, Libby Root, Barrington Lloyd, and Dean Debbie Downer. And then just a shout out to one of our $1 BBs, because regardless of how much you donate to the podcast, we still love you. Um, shout out to, ooh, Pam Gallegos. Oh, there you go. Hi, Pam. Pammy. Appreciate you. Oh, my God. And, you know, I'll give another shout out to Jade. Jade, uh, who's a, a friend and a YouTuber. Oh, okay. And uh, right. Foxy Hot Mess, who throwing some dollars towards us, too. We appreciate you as well. You can find me Megan Tonjes on most things. You can find me Keith without a crew on most things. If you need some, if you want to get your questions in, listen, you got like a few more months left of Roommate Pod. So this yeah. is the time. Send in your Any queries. Any follow-ups? Your follow-ups. Yeah, let us know how we did over the years. This, this is the follow-up 15 season. 15 years of fucking podcasting. Almost 10 years. We did about eight years. Yeah. It's a solid, uh, solid time. But yeah, if you do send us follow-ups, be sure to include that original message. Appreciate it. Or I a mean, recap. Yeah, you might have deleted it the out of some kind of points. shameful sort of, I don't want anyone to find this, uh, but uh, appreciate seasons you. Seasons have changed, girl. Seasons have changed. Haven't we all? Good night and good Bye. Bye.